development and uh, we're talking being grateful and what it means that song in the background by the way by Lyra uh, and that song is called something inside so strong this morning on our personal development feature we're looking at being grateful and what in real terms that means many people who are employed would complain about their jobs and uh, those with houses would focus more on how small the house but then we forget that there's someone worse off than you they always say in any situation that you're in in life anyone any situation whether you're poor, there's always somebody who's in a much worse off place than what you are and how then do we appreciate the little bit that we have and stop complaining and be grateful uh, for whatever it is that we have uh, because they do say uh, a grateful heart allows for more blessings to come for your way to come your way and let's navigate this topic uh, with uh, Gila Mwendane, a social activist and creator of uh, the Soul Talk Empowerment uh, Program probably one of my favorite guys in the world Gila Mwendana, good morning. How are you doing and what does it mean to be grateful? Oh, one of my few favorite radio announcers. <laughs> KG. Hello. Mutukimutu. Mutukimutu. Yeah. No, yeah, um, as you know, this uh, between us, is a favorite uh, topic. Mm, mm, mm. And when I, you, you live it, I listen to you regularly, whenever I have time. And uh, it comes out, it oozes out of you uh, un- unintentionally. But what does it mean, though, to say, I am grateful? Because, I mean, it's something that's so, uh, sometimes people just trivialize it. Somebody says to you in the morning, oh, you look so nice, and thanks, without giving it a thought. Uh, uh, I'm fine, thanks. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. Or, you know, uh, thank you for another day and keep it moving. But people hardly ever stop to think and understand why it is even important to say, I am grateful. Yeah, when uh, I am grateful, it means that uh, all my needs or most of my needs have been satisfied. Because in life, we are governed by our needs. Mm. Everything we look at, we look at in terms of our needs. But unfortunately, many of us think that our material needs are our needs. Mm. Yes, they are, but those are not the only type of needs that we have. Because a human being, a complete human being, has got four dimensions. That is the material, which is about the body, the intellectual, which is about the mind, the spiritual, which is about our, our, our spirituality, and the emotional, which is about uh, how we feel. Uh, our attitude. So, and our needs uh, are lodged each dimension like that. You may satisfy your physical needs or your material needs, but if you haven't satisfied the other three, you feel empty inside and people wonder why they feel empty. Mm, Because mm. this thing of ungratefulness does not only express itself among poor people like us, but it expresses itself uh, even among billionaires. They do become stressful and miserable and, and unhappy. Yet they've got all the money in the world. Mm. You hear people say, 
if I, I can just uh, hit my first million, I'll be happy. You'll wait a long, long time to be happy if uh, your orientation is like that. Let us start from there. So what do we need, why rather, do we need to be grateful? Why do we need to make sure that we take stock? For me, it sounds a lot like taking stock because uh, I love the example of the million uh, where somebody says, I will be happy if, I will be happy if, and that applies across the board. I will be happy if I drive such and such a car. I will be happy if my house looks like this. In fact, I will be happy if I have a summer body and I will be happy if my hair looks like this. We keep on aspiring, right, for something that, uh, is assumed to be better on the other side and never take stock of where we are now and why we have to be grateful for where we are right now in this moment. Uh, the reason for that is is uh, we live in a place called life. Mm. But this place called life uh, is not dissimilar to the place called Johannesburg or Tokyo or, uh, you know, Pretoria, or any, any other place you call a place. To traverse any place, you need a map. Mm. Otherwise, if you don't have a map of Johannesburg, you will get lost. So what is the map of but life then? I can then? go to Tokyo today, but if I have the map of, of Tokyo, even if, if, though I have never been there before, I will find my place in Tokyo. So there is a, such a thing which our schools don't talk about, as such a thing called the map of life. If you are equipped with a map of life, it is the same thing as when you are equipped with a map of Tokyo. You will find your place in life and you won't get lost. When we, we, we say we are miserable or unhappy or ungrateful, what this means is that I have arrived mm. at a destination called misery or depression or stress. Mm. So you have arrived at a place that you don't like. You don't want to be in that place. And when you arrive at a place that you, you don't want to be at, it means you are lost. So we get lost in life because we don't have the map of life. Let me spell out the map of life to you. It has got three elements for everybody. We all have circumstances around us. These are the things that are around us, including other human beings. And then we, we respond. We always respond to these circumstances. Whenever we make a, any movement, including scratching our heads, this movement is a response to a circumstance. And that produces an outcome. That outcome can be happiness. That outcome can be unhappiness. And all the, the, the whole range of, of unhappinesses uh, that we experience. So people, once people know the map of life, then there is a second thing to know. That the outcomes that we get, whether they are happy outcomes or miserable outcomes, we get them not because of the circumstances. We get them because of the response that we emit or we make to those circumstances. Mm -hmm. 
And the, the ability to respond is what everybody must have. Because the ability to respond is responsibility. And responsibility is responsibility. Mm. So if you live your life with responsibility, taking a, a, a responsibility for what you think, taking responsibility for the feelings that you have instead of saying KG makes me angry, take responsibility for the, uh, that anger. It has not been caused by the circumstance called KG. Mm. It has been caused by the method or the way that you responded to what KG was doing or saying. Hmm. And then you get the outcome called kukwata, mm. like anger mm. or, or, or unhappiness. Mm. So how can you therefore be grateful when uh, you don't take responsibility for your own actions? Because once you take responsibility, then you know that, that something must change, but can only change in me not in the circumstances, because circumstances have got their own character and nature. Yeah. The nature of the beast. So the something beast. must change in me. And and I think it's a, it's the one thing that uh, we, we sort of always resist, right? Uh, people would rather change the circumstances outside of them uh, uh, and, and never put in the work to change themselves so that they respond differently to the circumstances of their life. Am I correct? Absolutely. You are so correct. How? Yes. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, no, you go. No, no, uh, I I was just rehashing on uh, the importance of uh, the, 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 the map of life or the map of any territory, because life is a territory too, mm. like any other territory. And to traverse it, to crisscross it, and not get lost, you require the map. And the map tells you that uh, it is your response, because the, the, the circumstance, the response, and outcome. So what you have control on is not the circumstance. You have no control over the circumstance, no path. Mm. But we've got control, complete control, 100% or 1,000% control over how we respond. There is 7 billion of us and more this time. I think it's close to 8 billion now. Yeah. And uh, uh, People were busy during us, COVID. Uh, I'm, no, I'm yeah, saying yeah. there's almost 8 billion of us because people were busy during COVID. Yes. <laughs> Not to guess. <laughs> so we do exactly the same thing. All of us, we do exactly the same thing as human beings. We don't bark, but we talk. We think. We love. We hate. We become jealous. And all of us do the same thing. But the outcomes that we get from doing those things, is not the same. Why is that? If we because do the same things, how come our outcomes are different? Which just goes to show that uh, response is what changes things. It is, it is the method that we use. And applying the method is called response. Hmm. So we must have a method that works. Because uh, uh, the, the difference between people is not because you are Libra and I am Cancer and someone else is, is, is Sagittarius and stuff like that. 
And the difference between us is not because of our mothers, for I was born of grace, my mother. And, uh, and, and so forth and so forth. People blame circumstances or, or attribute their feelings to circumstances. And this attribution to circumstances of our feelings is what misleads us. And that is why many, many people cannot resolve their challenges. Because it is not the challenges that you resolve. <laughs> they try to resolve their challenges. It is the coping skills that you have. And the coping skills are built into the method that you use uh, to, uh, to, 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 to confront the circumstances that you face. And people talk about difficulty. Hey, it's so difficult. Okay, okay Bramite, but, you know, it's difficult. When you say it's difficult, it means there is information about the circumstances that you don't have because you cannot respond to something that you don't know. You must mm. know your circumstances first and have your circumstances and then respond appropriately to those circumstances. And once you say things are difficult, it is because there is something you don't know. So you must probe and find out what it is that you don't know about the circumstances. Just think about uh, the, your past. How many things have you said are difficult? Mm, mm. There are many things that we have said that, but they are easy today. Yeah, yeah. And the common thing in, in my generation is riding a bicycle. It was difficult <laughs> when first I, I, I handled the bicycle, but mm -hmm. now... I just ride on a bicycle. And even driving itself was difficult. Oh, believe me. But now me. I drive and smoke and talk. And uh, some of us are, are on their phone while they are driving. It's so easy now. And the reason is I have gotten the neck of what driving is all about and what I must do correctly when I drive so that I feel safe. Isn't it crazy, uh, uh, Angela, how uh, we learn to navigate so much else in our lives, but we don't fully get the grasp of navigating ourselves. We learn to drive cars. We learn to uh, ride bicycles. Uh, we learn how, t you know, uh, technology works. We learn about all of the systems that we need as human beings to navigate the process of human being. And yet we don't learn enough about ourselves so that we respond differently to navigating the world. Yeah. We, we, uh, uh, most of us are not uh, uh, aware of uh, ourselves, of our ability, of our potential, and indeed the power that we have. Each one of us, from the guy at the corner there who's asking for money from you, to the president, to the billionaire, we all have that potential to manage because. We are divine. We are divine. We are, yes, we, we've got that power, but it is how we use this power. First and foremost, to use that power, you must have self-knowledge. Self-knowledge means that you know I have got this power. Mm. Mm. And then the second thing is how to use that power. And the wise ones would ask why I must use that power at this particular time. Mm. So, so there are these questions that uh, people ask, but 
uh, very few of us ask the third question together with the other two. Why? Why? Why must it take that? Yes. Before you answer why, why, before you answer why, because I need the why answer myself, there's a voice note on the topic that we want to uh, play for you. And then uh, you can respond to both the voice note and the answer to the question why. Let's hear the voice note. Good morning, uh, KG. You see, KG, uh, my dear sister, manifesto of me, manifesto. It's not really, it's, it's not really going to help much because you see, President Ramaphosa has got opposition within his own party, it's making his job a living hell. I'm telling you, KG, there is not much that's going to happen unless the ANC get rid of this, of these criminals within our grandfather's organization. This is Marvin in Bloomfontein. Thank you, KG. Kathy, this is Daniel Joshua Challen. What am I grateful for? I believe if you look at it, the first day you get up, first thing you get up in the morning, thank God for another day that you have. And now you take each day at a time. I take one day at a time. I'm grateful for the day and accomplish what God wants me to do, accomplish to that day. I look into my life firstly to see what wrongs I've done. This key to a better relationship and a better life is forgiveness. For those that I've hurt, I ask God for forgiveness, and for those that have hurt me, I ask God to forgive them as well. So that clears my path of walking in righteousness. And the thing is, if you look and being grateful, you don't look at people that are well off and better than you. They have worked hard or they may have inherited it. But you look at the situation, look at people that are worse off than you. Imagine a person is not happy with a pair of tackies he's got. But yet there's another person walking down the street. He's on a wheelchair with no legs. And so you should be grateful. I've got a pair of legs that I can buy a pair of shoes. You don't know what the cost of the shoes is or what brand it is. So this is how we look at gratefulness. Look at the people that are worse situation than yours instead of looking at those that have inherited stuff and have been better off. Thank you and God bless you. Hello, KG. I hope you are good. Can I ask if the gentleman on the radio now has got a book that I can read? You do have a book, Ngila, don't you? Ngila Mwendane, did we lose you? No, I'm still here. Okay. Um, um, uh, you know, I, I, I hope you heard those comments. Uh, the first one, obviously, yes, technolo- te- technology reminded us who's boss uh, with, with the first one, I think, that related to the previous hour. But the second uh, note was about great gratitude. And uh, the third one was about whether or not you've got a book. I know you've got a book. What's your book called again? Yeah, I've, I've, uh, that's what a couple of books and, and and the first one that I wrote was discover your purpose, destroy failure. But that one is out of print uh, 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 right now, and I'm busy reprinting it. And another one is I am an African, escape uh, a victimization. You know, uh, you know, it says I'm an African, and the subtitle is uh, embrace your identity and escape victimization. And then I've got several other books on politics and stuff like that. But these ones uh, relate directly to the topic that uh, we are having here because I'm a life coach as well, you know. And then uh, the other guy says, uh, that, okay, he, he says he wants my book. You can get more than a book now because I am online now. <laughs> I 
I, I, I believe the lessons every day. You can, you, you can listen to my lessons for between 30 minutes and one hour every day at your own time once you become the mem- a member of the Soul Talk Club. Okay. So we deal with, with such things, the map of life, self-confidence, the principles that govern life. And you must know all of those things. If you don't know the principles that govern life, they govern it. And if you don't align yourself with those principles, you are going to get lost, obviously. Yeah, yeah. It's because they constitute the wherewithal of uh, what it takes to succeed. And then uh, they, uh, uh, people talk about gratitude. Well, we started on that note, didn't we? Yes. There is only one thing that we must be grateful for to God. Not because uh, you have achieved your goals. Not because you got what you wanted. You don't say thank you, God, for that. What do we say well, thank you what for? We, do, we thank him for giving us the ability and the potential to do those things. Yeah. Because yeah. that's all that God gave us. God does not give us bread every day. We ask for it every day. But it is just like your daughter uh, asking... For, for food when there's food in the fridge all she has to do to stand up and cook the food and eat because god has given us the way with all the potential god says in the in his own bible that uh, before you i am placing blessings and curses you choose life so mm. god has given us the, the power of choice and the power of response. That is why I emphasize this thing of response. It is the only thing that God God gave you control over. Okay. So I want us in the last minute that we have together uh, to use this time to say to somebody who is being knocked down and hardened by life's uh, lessons and everything that life comes with, um, what is it? What is the one piece of advice you would give them about why it's important for them to be grateful as they navigate their way forward and pull themselves out, knowing their four dimensions of life, materially, intellectually, spiritually, and emotionally, and, and knowing that life is, is you know, it, it, we have to find the map of it to navigate it outside uh, and the response coming from uh, inside, inside all of us. What's the one piece of advice, that why, that you would give somebody uh, to look forward, to find light beyond this weird space we find ourselves in? Uh, KG, next to the concept of response, there is the concept, actually it is a principle of resilience. Mm. When you fall and stay down, and you are going to blame other people or other entities. Mm, but mm. when you fall, but make an effort to rise from that fall, then you are resilient. And resilience, the practice of resilience, brings about the attribute called fortitude. You are like a fort. So you are really unstoppable. You are unstoppable. And arose from your own actions of resilience, not from God at this, at this moment. Of course, it is from God ultimately. Okay. But God has given you the power of resilience. And incidentally, resilience, as I said earlier on, uh, 
is one of uh, the principles that govern life. So if you align yourself with those principles, like you align yourself with resilience by practicing it, yeah. Unfortunately, then, time is no longer on my side and I have to go to news. You are at Mike Mwendane on Twitter. Is that where everybody can find you for you to ex- for them to access all of the things that you do and have yes. in terms of book? M- much more easier, much more easier for everybody. They can go to my website, which is www.soultalk.co.za. Fantastic. www.soultalk.co.za. Ngila Mwendane, social activist and creator of the Soul Talk Empowerment Program. I apologize to Musa. It's 11.01. Time for news.